Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Slanted Hallway. You may be asking yourself, what's all that noise in the background? If you must know, the studio is being repainted again, since it was done up in the wrong shade of khaki. I have taken the show on the road. The railroad, to be precise. Choo-choo goes the train. I do love trains. Why, these new bald 1-616s are a sight to behold. Madam, look away. Nothing to see here but a man and his microphone. Where was I? Ah, yes. Khaki. The gall of those painters to use British khaki. We didn't find a whole new world just so the monarchy could continue to dictate how we lived our lives. Khaki. Harvest wheat. Putty. Eggshell. Any shade between white and brown. That's what I say. Regardless, our story tonight revolves around one Mrs. Susie Green, whose unsympathetic plight gets her into quite a lot of hot water. Hot water, you say, Mr. Narrator? Cripes! Did you follow me here? How did you know which train I take? If your hot water is simply not hot enough, try Professor Finkelhoff's spicy hot water. Empty a packet of Professor Finkelhoff's spicy hot water into your water heater and watch as your guests go from how now to kerpow. Most people's pipes provide water that is tepid at best. Don't be like the rest. Use Professor Finkelhoff's spicy hot water. Right, well, we open on Susie Green, a mild-mannered receptionist whose fortunes are about to change forever. Uh, and so then I said, I'm not your proctologist. <laughs> Mr. Thorndike. <laughs> Mr. Thorndike. Mr. Thorndike. I'm in the middle of something, Mrs. Susie Green. Uh, so. Of course, but the textiles people want to know when they'll receive payment for the red leather, you see. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. They'll receive payment when I decide to pay them, Susie Goose. Right, but they won't sell us the tartan for the gay grandmother's line until we pay them, so. Susie! Honk, honk, honk! I really don't know what you're telling me right now. I can tell them we need more time, but... Time schmime, Goosey. Say, how about another round of coffee? Now we get the old noggin working better. Here, just put this down. <coughs> and make sure you're back in 12 and a half minutes. You know how cranky I get if I'm not caffeinated for my afternoon Krav Maga. 
Oh, but then I'll miss our staff meeting. Shouldn't I be there to take down the minutes? I'm already wearing my stenographing gloves. Ugh, for a receptionist, you're sure not receiving what I'm saying, Suze. Time has no meaning. The minutes that you take, I'll never get back. Green backs. Money. You see what I mean? No. Of course not, Susie Q, because I'm the head honcho here. And you're like, uh, you know, the, the bottom of the honcho pole. Ha! <laughs> ha! Honcho pole! Uh, write that down, Goosey. Honcho pole. Say, Mr. Thorndyke, I was thinking maybe it was time for me to get a company purse. That way I can represent our products and... Oh, Susie, I told you to get coffee. Order of operations. If that was a test, you would have failed. <laughs> and it was. And you did. You're not ready for the privilege of a cul-de-sac purse. Coffee. Now. Okay, right away. And then I said I wanted mauve, not maroon. <laughs> Nay. Well, why aren't you laughing? Hello, Fanny. Hi, everyone. Oh, God. Hello, darling. How are you? Yes, kiss, kiss. I thought you said you were never near cul-de-sac at lunchtime because of your competitive flower arranging class. Uh, yes, uh, we are near your bag factory because, uh, class was cancelled today last minute, uh, because the instructor has rheumatic fever and we didn't want to bother you at your important, uh, job. Oh, my cousin had that. We had to keep him out of most rooms. You know, the sitting room, the dining room, but the basement seemed to do the trick. We didn't hear a peep out of him after that. Anyway, I have a few minutes. May I join you? Oh, ah, uh, you see, uh, oh, ah, uh, you see, ah, uh, we, we were in the middle of discussing dressage. Of course. I love dressage. One year for Halloween, I went as the Staten Island Ferry. You can't imagine the paper mache I went through. Horses. Uh, Mrs. Green, uh, where... We're talking about horses, uh, but uh, you, you don't own a horse, uh, do you, Susie? Oh, no. Poor dear. We're only talking about horses today. We'll have to catch up some other time. Ta, ta, ta for now, kisses. Mm. All right, then I'll just go and get the coffee I came for. T I seem to have forgotten my wallet. Well, of course you forgot your wallet. You haven't a purse to carry it in. Gosh, ladies, I hate to do this, but could you spot me some change? My boss is waiting, and you know how bosses get. Bosses? Never had one. <laughs> Nay. Right, right. But if I could just borrow a quarter... Nay. I never carry change on me, dear. I don't like to jingle. Perhaps. I suppose I'll just have to busk for a few cents. 
It sure is a good thing I brought in my bagpipes today on a whim. Oh, God. Good Lord. Oh, good Lord, no. Good Lord, no. I mean, haven't you heard, dear? Busking has been made illegal. My goodness, I hadn't heard. I suppose I'll have to head home, then. It's just a quick jaunt down ten blocks to the depot and along the train tracks and around the reservoir. Well, that sounds fine. And then, of course, I'll have to climb through the burning tire fields and the fairground that was shut down for rampant tetanus. If I run, I can probably make it back before five o'clock. Could you mail this on your way? It's my RSVP to the Thoroughbreds Ball. The post office isn't really... Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Nay. How have you know this baseball bat's been signed by Sweetbread Bailey? How'd you like getting Ooh. clobbered by a club's club? Stop! Huh? This stings, doesn't it? Bill! Bill, stop it! It's me! Susie, I didn't recognize you without your shoes on. What are you doing home at this hour, anyway? I forgot my wallet and I had to walk home and my feet were hurting. What are you doing home? I had to come home for baby. Your car doesn't need you in the middle of the day. Oh, yes, she does. If I don't buff her midday, she'll think I've forgotten about her. Isn't that right, sweetheart? I still don't know why you need to keep your car in the middle of our living room. She, it, is just a hunk of metal. How dare you? Don't listen to her, Snookums. Then why don't we own a horse? What? Yeah, uh, never mind. All the ladies in town have horses. Well, all the ladies in town have purses, too. You haven't got one of those either. Bill, have you seen my wallet? Who's a pretty baby? You're Bill. so pretty. Yes, you are. Bill. Yes, you are. Bill, I don't appreciate the tone you're taking with me. I wasn't talking to you. <sighs> then where did I leave my wallet? I'll just have to retrace my steps. Let's see. I cried in the hall closet for half an hour. Nope, not in there. And I stared vacantly out the kitchen window for a while. Nope, I don't see it here. Not in the liquor cabinet, no, nor the opioid drawer. Nope, not with the morphine nozzle. Of course, it's in the freezer with the ice cream. Well, where the ice cream used to be. Okay, goodbye, Bill. I don't know when I'll be home. <laughs> I made it. I'm back. Homest? It's quitting time, and I don't see any coffees in those hands. Needless to say, you're fired. What? But Mr. Thorndike, uh, I... Nope, no ifs or buts over here, Missy. Only yeses, yeehaws, and yahoos. Now, Scoot, you're trespassing.
Hello. Who, who's there? Oh, nobody. Just little old me. Who said that? It's not right to startle a respectable lady out for a respectable midnight stroll, respectably drinking from a paper bag. Darling, I would never. Why don't you come over here and chat for but a moment? Show yourself. Look to your left. I... I don't see anything but a lovely crimson bag. Oh, why, thank you. Why don't you take me for a spin? A talking purse? You're talking! Bags can't talk. Well, excuse me. I never let anybody tell me what I can or cannot do. Suppose I was wrong about you. I'd better lay off the... What do you mean, wrong about me? I just thought you were a bold sort of woman. Bold? I, I couldn't... My mother always said if I played with my hair too much, I'd go bold. You could do it. I see it in you. You do? Sure, a bold woman. And a bold woman needs some bold accessories. But I haven't the money, and I just lost my job. Bill would never approve. Come now, why should that stop you? What? You want something, you gotta take it for yourself. You mean... steal? Oh, no, darling. Why would you suggest something like that? I only mean that you deserve to have something nice. Haven't you worked day in and day out? And where's that gotten you? I do sometimes wonder why Mr. Thorndyke has steak for lunch every day, and I sit and eat my thin, watery gruel in the crawl space. Exactly. You work yourself to the bone, and for who? Certainly not yourself. Now, how's about it? How about what? Why don't we go for a ride, and you can show everyone the person you were meant to be? I suppose I could. Oh, but the shop's not open. And why should that stop you? Because I can't go. Break the glass. What? Break the glass, Susie. What does this window matter in the face of your glorious purpose? My glorious purpose? Take that stone over by the post box. This stone? Now throw it. I don't know. Throw it. Throw it. The stone. The stone will break you free, Susie. Break the window and break your chains! Break? Free? Break? Free? Break free? Break? Free? Throw it, Susie! so I had to eat the jello trifle you were saving for the block party later this. Susie! Susie! Is that you? Hello, Bill. Susie, is that your... your purse? It's... it's... The bag of the people. Where did you get that? I liberated it. Susie, you can't wear a shiny red bag like that. What'll people think? 
You drive around a shiny red sports car. I don't see why it's any different. Now, Susie, normally I tolerate your flights of fancy with this job thing and the pants thing and the being allowed to vote thing. But this has gone too far. That's where you're wrong, Bill. It hasn't gone far enough. Not nearly far enough. Where is that coming from? The sounds of the righteous emanate from the ashes of injustice. What are you doing? I'm seizing the means of production. (laughs) You stay away from my means of production. I don't know you... I don't know you intend to do anything with that little bag of yours. Break your chains. Look inside, Susie. I know. I had this strength inside me the whole time. No. Look inside me, Susie. A hammer and a sickle? Yes, Susie. The tools of the oppressed. The weapons of the worker. The tools of the oppressed. The weapons of the worker. Susie. Is it your moon time or something? Cut me a break, will you? Oh, I'll cut you a break, Billiard. Don't use my full name. Get, get away from my car. It's too late, Bill. Vehicular homicide is the only way to make you see. To make them all see. No, 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 my car. Come on. Please. Stop. 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 I- no! No! Oh, I did What is all this ungodly noise? I am just trying to ride my stately horse through this poultry horseless neighborhood, and I heard all this commotion. And since your horse-sized front door was open, good God, Susie, what are you on, hold up, kisses, what on earth are you doing covered in all that oil? Why is Bill whimpering in the corner? And did you deliver my letter? You? Yes, it's me. Say, Susie, is that a new bag? Red's not really your color, dear. The time has come to... Sorry, could you just orient the horse towards me? It's rather hard to deliver a tirade at this angle. Oh, Bertold here does what he wants. You know how horses are. Or you don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame about your carpet, though. That's it, Berthold! Off to the glue factory with you! (laughs) Glue factory. Factory. Purse factory. Thorndike! It seems we find ourselves in a plot of revenge. I had to do a revenge once. Against Brian Johnston. That's right, with a T. He had stolen my pen, my special pen. The one with all the colors that come out of it. You can try to make more than one color come out at once, but you will be thwarted. Ah, the magic of choice. 
Anyway, he claimed he didn't take it, so I flipped his desk. I couldn't find my pen in the wreckage, so I went to his house later that night and told his mother that he was smoking dope. She didn't believe me, but mothers never do. The police certainly did. How will Susie fare with her various revenges? Let's find out. my after-hours one-person purse factory conga line in the hopes of getting your job back? <laughs> Color me impressed. Okay, grab a cigar and hop in. No, Thorndyke, I'm not here about my job. I'm here about all of our jobs. The fabric of society as we know it is being eaten away by the moths of extortion. I changed my mind. You're re-unhired. Let the ruling classes tremble before the might of the masses. From each according to her ability to each according to her needs, we will build a better democracy, one which hey, leads us... Hey, now Susie Goose, is that the hell in a handbag over your shoulder clip-class bottle with crimson patent leather and brass finishes? This is my chosen weapon in the war against the bourgeoisie. Ah! French! You know I'm allergic to vowels. You stole that bag, Susie Booze. <laughs> I'll give it here. No, you will pay for your part in crushing the spirit of the worker. I pay for nothing. The last time I paid taxes was in 1902. The money I could have saved on that piece of chewing gum haunts me to this day. Now give me that bag. No. no. Give it to me. No. Fine then. How do you like this, huh? Stop throwing, uh, stop throwing wads of cash at me, Thorndike. Stop it. Never! I've got thousands stashed in my sleeves alone. Just wait till we get all the quarter rolls in my pants. You can trickle down for all I care. You want this bag, bag boy? Take it. Hi-ya! Ha! Missed me. Hey, get my purse out of those gears. You're crimping the scene. Once I... Free this bag, I will use it to free the people. It's stuck. God! Oh, heavens! Oh, to Betsy and back again! Hush now. Hush now. Pull harder! Can't you turn this machine off? No can do, Susie Blues. The wheels of industry must continue churning. I didn't slow it down for the little mustachioed man in the bowler, and I'm not slowing it down for you. Here, let me help you with that. Get away from me. I'll sickle you. I'm getting real sick of you, too. But you'd never hear me talk about it. I got a little rude McMuffin. It's getting pulled in. Well, just let it crunch through the leather stampers. It'll get turned into more purses. No, I can't. I can't let go of the bag. It's... It defines me. It gave me the strength to break free. Jeez Louise, Suze. Give up the ghost. Knowing you're bested by me. <laughs> never. I'll never give up. Oh! Ah! 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 <laughs> 
what you've done. There's blood all over the stamper and the gears are misaligned. Oh say, these purses are pretty nice. A little wet and crunchy maybe, but with some starch we'll be good to go. I'll call them the invisible hand bag. The invisible handbag. Marketing might not like it, but luckily for them, they don't get a say. <laughs> I've been working on the railroad all the live long day. There you have it, listeners. A classic and heartwarming tale of the creeping tendrils of communism being thwarted by the weed killer of American influence. Join us next time where we will meet a school teacher who moonlights as a rulekeeper. Or rather, a zookeeper. Although, she could keep ruse. Kangaroos, I didn't make a mistake, and then discovers that he is actually a zoologist from Jupiter. Personally, I can't wait. Good night. Take one, train noises, narrator. <coughs> Should not have eaten potato before beginning this. Is that a horse or no? That's not what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm not a rude dude.